Hey guys, if you're listening to this podcast, we invite you to check out our website at dead-celebs.com. Welcome to the Dead Celebs Podcast with your hosts, Brent Novak and Tana Satterley. July 2023. The first celebrity we have is Coco Lee, the Hong Kong singer-songwriter who voiced Mulan in the Mandarin version of the Disney classic and was featured on the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Runaway Bride soundtracks. Lee began her singing career in the 1990s and went on to release more than 15 studio albums over the next 30 years. She's best known for her hit, A Love Before Time, and was nominated Best Original Song at the 2001 Oscar. She died by suicide on July 5th. She was 48. 48. Another suicide. And I find those mm. extremely interesting and extremely sad. Inga Swenson, who received three primetime Emmy nominations for her role as Gretchen Krauss on Benson, as well as two Tony nods for her work on Broadway, died July 23rd. She was born in Omaha. Swenson first broke into television with the 1957 episode of Goodyear Playhouse. She then played the Swedish-born mom, Kareen Tate, on Soap, before nabbing the role of beloved German head housekeeper Gretchen Krauss on the series spin-off Benson. She was an Emmy nominee in 1980, 82, 85 for her work on the sitcom. In addition to her film and TV work, she ultimately retired from acting in 1998. She was 90 years old. Bo Goldman, Academy Award-winning screenwriter for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and Melvin and Howard by July 25th. Based on the 1962 Ken Kesey novel, Cuckoo's Nest was Goldman's first produced screenplay and remains one of only three films to win Oscars for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Screenplay. Goldman's other screenwriting credits include Scent of a Woman, Meet Joe Black, and Rules Don't Apply. He was 90. Irish singer-songwriter Sinead O'Connor, best known for her hit cover of Prince's Nothing Compares to You. O'Connor released 10 albums mm -hmm. over the course of her career, including her 1987 debut, The Lion and the Cobra. But she was perhaps even more famous for her outspokenness and frequent brushes with controversy, including her 1991 boycott of the Grammy. She spoke openly about her personal struggles with mental health and abuse. O'Connor also routinely criticized the Catholic Church and its handling of sexual abuse accusations. In 1992, she tore up a photo of the Pope during a guest performance on Saturday Night Live, a move that dogged her career and her relationship mm. with the media for the rest of her days. In the last few years of her life, she released a memoir titled Rememberings and participated in the documentary Nothing Compares about her career mm. in life. Died July 26. She was mm. 56 years old. Pee Wee Herman. Paul Rubens, the actor and comedian best loved for his role as Pee Wee Herman, died July 30th at age 70. Rubens began his career in the 1970s as a member of the Los Angeles live comedy troupe, The Groundlings. He rose to prominence for his role as the childlike Pee Wee Herman, first introduced in his 1981 stage show, The Pee Wee Herman Show. The success led to an HBO special, three feature films, 1985's Pee Wee's Big Adventure, 1988's Big Top, Pee Wee, and 2016's Pee Wee's Big Holiday, and TV series Pee Wee's Playhouse, which ran on CBS between 1986 and 1990. He starred in a number of other projects throughout his career, including films Batman Returns, The Blues Brothers, 
Cheech and Chong's next movie, Blow, Mystery Men, and the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Rubens also made appearances in shows 30 Rock, Pushing Daisies, Murphy Brown, What We Do in the Shadows. So Tony Bennett passed away. He was the last of that generation. Any connection to the 1940s was him. The velvet-voiced, impeccable, elegant croner who ruled America's mid-century music landscape died July 21st following a battle with Alzheimer's disease. Born Anthony Dominic Bandito, the vocalist used the GI Bill to study singing after serving as an infantryman in World War II and was signed to Columbia Records in 1949. A string of popular hits followed, and by mid-1950s, Bennett began to widen his musical reach, exploring jazz and swing and the likes of Al Basie, Art Blakey, and developing his chops with live performance and the hits like I Left My Heart in San Francisco. He released more than 60 studio albums and earned 20 Grammys, including Lifetime Achievement Awards, two Emmys, and at least one Guinness World Record entry for the longest time between the release of an original recording and a re-recording of the same single by the same artist for the George Gershwin song, Fascinating Rhythm. Tony was 96. August 2023. Shelley Smith, the 70s supermodel turned actress who starred in The Associates and For Love and Honor, died on August 8th. Smith kicked off her successful modeling career in the early 1970s, landing on the cover of Harper's Bazaar and later earning features in Vogue, Glamour, Mademoiselle, and more. She pivoted to television in 1979, starring alongside Martin Short in all 13 episodes of the short-lived legal drama, The Associates. TV appearances included Fantasy Island, Different Strokes, Magna P.I., and Murder, She Wrote. In 1991, she found an egg donor fertilization company known as Hatch Fertility after successfully undergoing a vitro fertilization pregnancy and having twins of her own. She was 70. Ron Cephalus Jones, the prolific stage and screen actor best known for his roles as William Hill on the hit NBC family drama This Is Us, died on August 19th. His work on This Is Us earned him a Screen Actors Guild Award and two Emmys. On the screen, he appeared in shows like Luke Cage, Mr. Robot, Truth Be Told, and Law and Order, Organized Crime. In films such as Across the Universe, Dolomite Is My Name, and Half Nelson, he is survived by his daughter, fellow actor Jasmine Cephas Jones. He was 66. Gail Honeycutt, the actress best known for her turn as Vanessa Beaumont on Dallas, died on August 31st. She appeared in the final three seasons of the hit series as the mother of J.R. Ewing's illeg illegitimate son. Her career began, however, more than two decades earlier with appearances on Mr. Roberts, Get Smart, The Beverly Hillbillies, and Hey Landlord. Prior to joining Dallas, she also made appearances on the iconic 80s shows like The Love Boat, Taxi, Fantasy Island, and The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. She was 80. DJ Casper, the Chicago musician who created the world-famous dance anthem Cha-Cha Slide, died on August 7th after a seven-year battle with cancer. Casper began his career as a DJ and earned his stage name from his frequent all-white on-stage attire. Initially a wedding and events DJ, he created the song Cha-Cha Slide for his nephew, a personal trainer who taught an aerobics class. Over the years, the infectious dance tune has become a staple at school dances, weddings, sports events, bar mitzvahs, and plenty of other celebrations worldwide. He was 58. 
Mark Margolis, the actor best known for his captivating performance as Hector, Theo Salamanca, on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, died on August 3rd following a short illness. Margolis, who began his career on Broadway, carved out a career on screen with memorable turns as character actor in Scarface, Oz, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, and American Horror Story, Asylum. In 2012, Margolis was nominated for an Emmy for his portrayal of the fearsome drug runner Hector in Breaking Bad, a role which he later reprised on Better Call Saul. He was 83. Mark Magnolis was a fabulous actor who barely had any lines in that series in both shows, and he just knocked it out of the park. He sure did. He he really did. Arlene Sorkin, the actress best known for originating the role of Harley Quinn in the DC animated universe, died August 24th. Her breakthrough performance as Colope Jones Bradford on Days of Our Lives earned her two daytime Emmy nominations and laid the ground for her next career milestone. Upon seeing an episode of the soap opera in which she dressed as a jester, Batman the Animated Series co-creator Paul Dini reached out to Sorkin and asked her to join the series as a wise-cracking henchwoman for the Joker. Sorkin's other TV credits include Duet, Open House, Frasier, and a brief stint hosting America's Funniest Home Videos. She was 67. Bob Barker, who was the affable host of The Price is Right for 35 years, died on August 26th. Barker began his career in radio before TV beckoned in 1956 when he was asked to host Truth or Consequences, a gig he would hold for 18 years. In 1972, CBS tasked Barker with spearheading one of the programs in its new 90-minute block of daytime game shows. The Price is Right became an overnight hit, and nearly a third of American televisions would be tuned into it when it aired. He was 99. How many days in the summer did you watch Bob Barker? Every day. And every sick day during the school year. What a relaxing time, right? I know. That was that was the highlight of staying home. It really Absol- was. Absolutely. For me, it was that in Sesame Street. September 2023. Nashawn Breedlove, the actor and rapper best known for his performance in 2002's 8 Mile, died on September 24th. Breedlove played a rapper named Lodo in 8 Mile, a member of Detroit rap group The Free World who battles Eminem Jimmy at the climax of the film. Under his stage name, Ox, Breedlove also appeared on the soundtrack of 2001's film The Wash, starring Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, performing on the song Don't Talk S-H-I-T. TMZ reported that Breedlove died in his sleep at his home in New Jersey. He was only 46. Billy Miller, the soap opera star best known for The Young and the Restless and General Hospital, died on September 15th. No cause of death was provided, but the actor was struggling with manic depression when he died. Born on September 17, 1979 in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Miller landed his first big role on All My Children in 2007, but rose to fame for the role of the spoiled rich boy Billy Abbott on The Young and the Restless. Miller was lauded by critics and audiences, eventually taking home three daytime Emmys for his performance as the character. After leaving the show in 2014, Miller later returned to daytime television on General Hospital as both Jason Morgan and his twin brother, Andrew Kane. 
His other notable credits includes recurring stints on Ringer, Suits, Ray Donovan, and Truth Be Told. He also appeared alongside Bradley Cooper in the Clint Eastwood drama American Sniper and owned several Los Angeles restaurants and bars for many years. He was 43. Gary Wright, a musician best known for his songs Love is Alive and Dreamweaver, died on September 4th. Wright was also credited as a critical force in establishing the use of synth in rock and pop music. Released his breakthrough album, The Dreamweaver, in 1975, after previously performing as a member of the rock band Spooky Tooth, as well as a solo artist. (laughs) He also played keys as part of George Harrison's 1970 album, All Things Must Pass. Great album. Between 1970 and 2010, Wright released 12 albums as well as several collaborations and EP and work on various soundtracks. More recently, Wright also released a solo greatest hits compilation in 2017. He was 80. All I can say is Dreamweaver. I just have that song in my head. But also, can we just say Spooky Tooth as a name of of a band? I love it. Spooky never heard tooth. of it. I'm going to get a Spooky <laughs> Tooth t- t-shirt. Spooky, spooky Tooth. tooth. <laughs> I love it. Steve Harwell, founding member and former frontman of Smash Mouth, died on September 4th. A former rapper with the group FOS, or Freedom of Speech, Harwell formed Smash Mouth in San Jose in 1994. The band was best known for the hits Walking on the Sun, All Star, and a cover of The Monkees, I'm a believer. Though Smash Mouth's popularity waned as the new millennium wore on, Smash Mouth continued to record and perform. In 2013, Harwell was diagnosed with cardiomyopathy, which led to medical setbacks, including heart failure and acute Wernicke encephalopathy. In 2021, Harwell retired from performing altogether, citing ongoing health issues. He was 56. Yeah, I loved All Star and Walking on the Sun. I mean, that was like, that just reminds me of college. Michael Gambon, beloved Harry Potter actor, died on September 28th after a bout with pneumonia, decades before taking over the role of Hogwarts headmaster, Albus Bumbledorf, in the fantasy film series from the late Richard Harris, the Irish-English performer, got his start as a respected theatrical performer under the direction of Laurence Olivier going on to win several Olivia Awards for his work on stage. His subsequent TV and film appearances resulted in four BAFTA Awards, two SAG Awards, and two Emmy nominations. He was 82. Jimmy Buffett, the Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter behind the escapist classic Margaritaville, died on September 1st. Buffett had rescheduled a series of concerts this past spring, saying that he had been hospitalized. Buffett achieved international fame in 1977 with his breakthrough hit, Margaritaville, which has become a vacation anthem. He went on to transform the track into a business empire, launching several stores, a collection of hotels, the Cheeseburger and Paradise restaurant chain, and t-shirt and footwear lines. His beach-friendly musical style was partly inspired by a trip he took to Key West, Florida in 1971. Buffett began touring in the early years of his career and continued to do so until his death. He was 76. October 2023. Richard Roundtree, 
the actor known for playing John Shaft across the Shaft movies and seven made-for-TV movies died from pancreatic cancer on October 24th. Roundtree instantly shot to fame in the 1971 black exploitation classic. Roundtree played supporting roles in films like Seven, George of the Jungle, Earthquake, Speed Racer, What Men Want, Brick, Steel, and Moving On. He also appeared in numerous TV shows including Roots, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, 21 Jump Street, Alias, Desperate Housewife, and Grey's Anatomy. He was 81. Phyllis Coates, the first actress to play Lois Lane on television, died on October 11th of natural causes. Born Gypsy Ann Everts Stell, Coates began her 50-year career in Hollywood on the 1946 television show Far Away Hill. She made her first appearance as quick-witted reporter Lois Lane opposite George Reeves, Clark Kent, in the 1951 film Superman and the Mole Men, which was such a success that it prompted the creation of the 1952 television series Adventures of Superman. Coates would not return to the superhero world until more than 40 years later when she made a spotlight appearance as Ellen Lane, Lois's mom, in the 1994 series Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. She was 96. Piper Laurie, the Oscar-nominated actress best known for her roles in Carrie and Twin Peaks, died on October 14th. She made her debut in the Ronald Reagan-fronted comedy Louisa in 1950. She later starred in the 1961 drama The Hustler, for which she earned her first Oscar nomination. She wouldn't return to the silver screen until more than a decade later for her terrifying performance as Margaret White, the demonizing religious fanatic mother of young Carrie in the 1976 horror film Carrie. Lori received her second Oscar nomination for her role and later earned her third Oscar nomination for her performance in the 1986 drama Children of a Lesser God. Lori is beloved for her performance as Catherine Martell in David Lynch's cult classic television series Twin Peaks, for which she won a Golden Globe in 1991. She made her final on-screen performance as a grandmother in the Matthew McConaughey-led film White Boy Rick in 2018. She was 91. Burt Young, a queen-born former boxer-turned scene-stealing actor best known for his Oscar-nominated role as Polly in the 1976 Best Picture winner Rocky, died on October 8th in Los Angeles. Young appeared in small but memorable roles throughout his career, including Chinatown, Once Upon a Time in America, and Last Exit to Brooklyn. Young reprised his role as Polly in the Rocky sequels, only one of four actors to have appeared in the original six films. Young had more than 160 film and television credits to his name. He was 83. Richard Mull, the towering deep voice actor known for playing the lovable bailiff Bull Shannon on all nine seasons of the NBC sitcom Night Court, died on October 26. Born in Pasadena, Mull graduated from UC Berkeley with a degree in history, but realized he didn't want to follow in his father's footsteps and pursue a career in law. In addition to Night Court, his screen credits include Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy, The Rockford Files, three Batman cartoons, Spider-Man the Animated Series, The Flintstones, Jingle All the Way, Scary Movie 2, Babylon 5, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Seventh Heaven, and Smallville. He was 80. And can I just say, I loved him on Night Court. He was so my good. favorite. Mm -hmm. So great. Aww. Suzanne Summers, 
actress, author, singer, and businesswoman best known for her roles in Three's Company and Step by Step died on October 15th. Summers was born on October 16, 1946 and began acting in the late 60s and early 70s. Her big break came in 1977 when she landed the role of Chrissy Snow on the ABC sitcom Company. She earned the People's Choice Award for the role as well as a Golden Globe nomination. After Three's Company, Summers appeared in Playboy and became the spokesperson for the Thighmaster. She made a major return to TV in 1991 when she landed a role on Step by Step, part of ABC's TGIF lineup. Over the years, she also authored a number of books, including two autobiographies and many more on health and beauty. She also wrote about her experience with breast cancer after being diagnosed in 2000. Summer survived an aggressive form of breast cancer for over 23 years. She was one day shy of her 77th birthday. Friend star Matthew Perry was found dead at his home in Los Angeles on October 28th. The actor was most famous for playing the role of sarcastic but lovable Chandler Bang in all 10 seasons of beloved NBC sitcom, starring alongside Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer. Perry also appeared on such shows as Studio 60, On the Sunset Strip, Go On, The Odd Couple, and in films including Rules Rush In, the whole nine yards in 17 again. After participating in a long-awaited Friends reunion in 2021, Perry made headlines again with his 2022 memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, in which he opened up about his drug and alcohol addictions. He was 54. For a legal disclaimer, please visit www.dead-celebs.com. If you are struggling with thoughts of suicide, please reach out. Help is available. Dial 988 for the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline.